0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading
1: online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Welcome back to the Winning Plays Podcast. I am Rich Levine. He is Brian Robb. The Celtics season is on the brink, down 3-1 to the Brooklyn Nets. Game 5 is tomorrow, Tuesday night at Barclays. Uh, B-Rob, did you catch the, the line <laughs> on, on Game 5? I'm going to guess 11. I see, t- I see 12 at my, oh. at my latest peak. That, they, that's, that's by far the, the biggest. That we've uh, seen. And it I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I, guess, I right? mean,
0: I think that that's under the assumption that I think Kemba and Rob are still out and, or if they do play their shells of themselves and yeah. And we saw again, we, the fact that Kyrie Durant and Harden were in that game till a minute left Shows you exactly where those guys heads are at right now, what they want to do to the Celtics team. And so they are <laughs>
1: reps, I think with, with with each other too. That's probably part of it. That's true.
0: But that's still like part of it was that, but certainly part of it was like, we want to like hammer this team into the ground right now. And, uh, and and stomp, and stomp and stomp on their faces and, and that stomp that and that stomp on Lucky the Leprechaun, um, but we'll get to that later. Um, what, did Lucky, what
1: did Lucky ever do? <laughs> the innocent bystander, minding his business, the center court, is dragged into all this. Listen, he had
0: you know maybe the dunks over the years, you know the uh, at midcourt carried in oh, like yeah, those. Right. So, but we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into the the idiot throwing a water bottle um, and. You know, further, further throwing it? the city was of it? Boston <laughs> under the bus.
1: Well, no, come on, this, the, the 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 city's under the bus. Like that's I mean, like the, the, regardless of what happened, like there are I know find a way. It's not ideal, but like, but it's further. It, it just it just furthers the the narrative. Fine, I think we should, and, and we we, we can accept, accept that there's some truth to it, but yeah, it, there's no reason there's no reason fighting it. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's now not a,
0: now exactly like this is the uh, like this is the perfect way. Like, yeah, this is Kyrie he had every right to say what he said because of idiots like that. So it's like, there you go.
1: Right. But there are also idiots like that, in, in every single right. that and everything. Right. And
0: that's, uh, then that's the, that's the bigger point that we'll get to. But that, um, again, this is, you know, it, it was a night where the garden atmosphere was tremendous. And, and then you have idiots like that. And obviously idiots all around the league right now this last <laughs> week, just like a terror, you know, fan behavior in the NBA, just, you know, putting on an absolute clinic of, of idi- idiocy.
1: But you're, you're in the, you're at the garden for the first time since when, since last March, last February in front of a capacity garden. Yeah. So that
0: was, I was in there when it was empty a couple of times, but that was my first time back from, from, from leave and back at the garden this, you know, this past week. So um, it was, uh it was a scene and the first quarter, let me tell you, that was, that was that was really fun to watch a uh, back and forth there. But then Rich, um, and it's funny to like act like anything would have changed, but the the game I felt like officially ended when the the, the lineup in the start of the second quarter was Evan Fournier, Peyton Pritchard, Shemi Ojale, I think Romeo Langford, and Aaron Nesmith <laughs> against um three whatever against three all-famers. against three yeah. future all-famers and that that did not go well um yeah so i mean we haven't even talked it's kind of us we haven't we, we weren't able to, to to pod last week so what what what's your what's your takeaway from this series what's your takeaway as this series just pretty much played out how as you as you expected did you th- think there was after that first quarter last night that there was any type of like wow maybe they'll They'll give a puncher's chance in the, the second half here. Or was that just, you know, academic that Um, you know, the Brooklyn's incredible talent. I mean, that was probably the best three-man performance ever in the playoffs, period. Like those guys, three guys that literally were out of this world, and the Celtics just they had one Marcus Smart, and Marcus Smart can't guard three guys. And so that was the that was the game.
1: Yeah, it was it was just so easy and casual and seamless that you have. You know, almost two forty point scores. Another one with you know what? What did I, I forget? What Harden finished with? But like, you know, an easy an easy double, assist. Yeah, an easy double double on top of that. Um, but like, it, to, to 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 bring it back to your original point, yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we expected. I think we both, I think we both picked the Nets in five. Yep. We both thought that, you know, if it wasn't the first game that maybe, you know, Tatum would put them on the, on his shoulders and, and carry them for for one game at home. And and, and that's what we saw. And uh, also, like, like you said, you, you looked out there, you look out there at the court any number of times during the game, especially when Kemba's out, especially when Rob is out and you see the talent level and you see the experience level, you see everything about the two rosters and the Celtics barely have any business being on the court. Like you can have like, there are those stretches where, where, you know, for, for two and a half games, I would say, or at least two games, I think the last two Marcus smart it's been really solid. Yep. You know, just, at least, at least with his shot. Right. Um, Offensively, obviously he's still Marcus on defense, but like, you know, you, you need, you would need that. You would need a 50 point, version of jason tatum you would need a, a all-star version of marcus smart and it's just it's just not realistic to expect that to to be able to so so consistently to s- sustain uh the back and forth with the probably one of the better offensive teams in nba history it's just a it's just a crazy ask and yeah there, i don't think there's anything surprising it's been nice that they've been generally competitive You know, I mean, not, you know, not, not, not for the full 48 minutes for all four games so far, but like it, it, it's, it hasn't been quite as painful as some of the other performances we saw from the Celtics over the course of this past season. But um, I think we, we both expect and are prepared and dare I say even ready uh, for things to come to an end in game five. Yeah. I mean, I guess
0: based on how the regular season went, having three or four game twos was, wouldn't have been a surprise at all given just how this team has, you know, how things have rolled for this team all year. But again, game one, they, they fought and that was, again, a, a, they're probably their best chance since Brooklyn came out slot of the gate, but they just couldn't, you know, get their offense together in time for it to matter.
1: We're game, about... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: And then game three was unbelievable. Like that everyone played to their level or surpassed it with Tatum's um, 50, and they even overcame Kemba, kind of playing on one leg and really just you know hurting more than helping them in the floor in that game, just because of obviously he's physically just not right. And nice. yeah, so and we, want we'll, me we'll, well, that's a whole like we can talk about Kemba in a second, but um, but yeah, for them to get one game in that series and give you know make it look competitive for a quarter last night, like, and even was at that game, like, like I love the effort, like they were still working hard in the fourth quarter with while down 2025 20, that game was over for a while but they kept fighting but again fighting against this team means you lose by 15 instead of 30.
1: <laughs> yeah I to I also wanted to give some love to to a guy that I lit up for the for most of the season Tristan Thompson's played his ass off this series and, and he was a guy that you always thought like maybe he you know he's you, you got him for the playoffs he was he was like one of the few actual veterans on this team uh, certainly who had playoff experience uh, championship experience in his case but He's 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 really he 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 brought it. I uh, I think you know the last game was a little bit of a non-factor. Everyone was a little bit of a non-factor, but he is he's competed, he's he's shown some lift, he's battled like, you know, and, and if anyone I and I I hope that someone puts Kyrie on his ass. I actually won't be surprised if Kyrie finds a a, a reason not to play tomorrow night. <laughs> no. I uh, would you would you be shocked? No, hopefully. All right it's Brooklyn. If it was in it's Brooklyn now like that is Brooklyn, he, but don't isn't I, I would think. And I, I hope when I mean, you saw what happened, I don't know if you, if you watched towards the end of that um, the, the Knicks Hawks game where, uh, where Gallinari had sort of, they thought what was sort of a, a cheap shot on, on Reggie Bullock next time down the court, Julius Randall, Put a put a flagrant right out on, on on Gallinari. You would think for what he did, and I don't know if you saw KG's post on Instagram yeah. calling out Kyrie too. I I, I, I mean, I, whether it's Tristan, whether it's Marcus, I don't know, but I I think someone's gonna gonna put Kyrie on his ass. At least I hope so. We'll see. July, but I wouldn't I mean, be shocked if he finds a reason a, a wait a, a reason. I not, not I think all those guys are friendly with Kyrie though, so I think they're not gonna
0: do it. Like Tatum. Like Smart was obviously, you know, defended Kyrie's comments this week. Um,
1: that's different, and, though. I
0: mean, that's different. But like, obviously, it's it's a disrespect fact. Like, I I think I don't think any of those guys are gonna be happy about it. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, but I don't think they're gonna put him on his ass. And there, I mean, there's no one else on this roster who's gonna do that. Or honestly, is 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 capable to do to really do that. Well, anyone um, can go out there and and and, and yeah, but who's I mean, like. Somebody. But no, no first or second year guy in this team's like it's just not in the this, the
1: the DNA of these guys to do that. Well, so who can we get rid of? Let's get like we need some <laughs> the, the Celtics need. I mean, the, the entity on the brand on the team that you're, you've 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 in, in many ways put your life on the line this last year to play for the Celtics and and have Kyrie come in and stomp on it like that. Like I, I don't know, I, I I will be disappointed. Maybe, maybe I, I and maybe I'm not living in reality and and thinking that it's going to happen. But I think that. If Kyrie plays, he's gonna find himself on the floor at one point. Tristan, if he was, if he was playing Kevin Garnett, yes, um, but he's not,
0: and so I don't think um, we'll see. Yeah, like Tristan, you'd think that's the guy in the team too, but like that's you know they're that's old teammates that I don't Grant. think that's gonna
1: happen. What's Grant care?
0: Grant's a nice guy. I mean, nothing against Grant, like in terms of you know what he, the commitment levels of the team and stuff like that, but I. Uh, I just don't see it. I don't see it um, in this team, and and that's I don't. I think maybe they. I think a lot of guys in this team be like, oh, maybe you know, Kyrie was got really booed his, for three hours and got all these taunts and stuff thrown at him. So yeah, I feel like I understand why he stomped on the logo on his way off the court. I, I don't.
1: Well, the I'm person. not
0: defending it, but that's yeah. that's like you know, I feel like that could be it could be viewed in that manner, uh, just as well with a lot of these guys that. That know him, but yeah, it's it was it was again one other one final you know salt in the wound for for Celtics fans to 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 see that off the floor, And, but that's um listen like that's that's what the Celtics are up against for the next couple of years here, like in terms of the, the 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 hill they have to climb now to to try to take down this this juggernaut in Brooklyn, and um I mean, we'll get more into the off season. Um, in the in the coming days and weeks here, but it's, uh, the, 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 the talent gap looked greater than ever last night. And even if you have Jalen Brown and Rob Williams in uniform, I think Kemba Walker for the future, you can't really count on that. You know, being someone who's going to be able to help too much in this equation. Um, have we seen Kemba Walker's last game as a Celtic? I think it's a very strong possibility. Um, I mean, I can't imagine he played in game five, um, he'll probably try to talk his way onto it. I mean, who knows? Cause maybe they will like just say, okay, you guys at least try to start of this game, but then maybe they, him and Rob play a couple of minutes and that's it. But um, it is, if, if the, I mean, you saw in game three, just again, like that's, he was, he was hurting the team more than he was helping him in terms of what he's, how he's moving and what he's capable of offensively. And then obviously the size situation. So.
1: Game one, two and three. <laughs>
0: right so it's it's too bad it's really it's a shame given how his tenure started here last season he was you know obviously one of the the best you know 20 30 guys in the league for the first half of last year and then it all kind of came crashing down and after a year of just trying to get him ready for this spot it's the same problem just surfacing again so I I don't know what the I don't know what the odds are. I don't know. It might be a situation with the Celtics where, you know, they they don't really see any viable ways to move him without, you know, hurting themselves either for the long term or just taking a big step back on the court in the interim. But it's uh, it's again just another reminder of what the the tough predicament they're they're heading in for this offseason.
1: Yeah, because I mean, we had hoped that maybe that he would Kemba would show enough that. You could maybe trick some stupid team into into wanting to take him on.
0: (laughs) Right now. Now it's just like, okay, you, we rested him as much as we could all year. And then he still got hurt. And even if all that rest, I mean, he did play really well in spots in, in March and April with some, some big numbers, but um, the, the official, I mean, the production compared to what he's making, obviously makes that, you know, probably one of the 10 worst contracts in the league right now
1: yeah you that like that and that could even be uh that might be generous yeah i mean there's john wall there's a few a few other those you know washington guys at washington the like auto porter i think is still maybe on his ridiculous deal but even that probably has fewer years left yeah yeah, he, uh, he's,
0: he's expiring on that yeah so like you know you have wall you have like kevin love um
1: would you tr- would you trade uh kemba for kevin love straight up in the offseason?
0: i don't think so because i think kevin love has one extra year um and to be honest, I don't think Cleveland probably says no too because they have Sexton and Garland. So what, like that's, yeah. that's just what's that's revolving, you know, moving around chairs for them. I think I saw that.
1: someone say that that they're maybe looking to to, to trade. Yeah, sales. that
0: was uh, one of their the Cleveland. I actually read that too. The Cleveland Plain Dealer columnist like suggested that. I don't think that's the report. I think like someone suggested to him around the league that oh they might move look to move one of those guys instead of paying Sexton, which, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you don't want to, you know, Sexton is not someone you want to probably pay 20, $25 million to moving, going, moving forward. Um, But for Love, for them, no way Cleveland's going to take Kemba unless you like sweeten the pot. And I don't think you sweeten the pot at all. If you have to take back a contract, that's just as bad. And Kevin Love.
1: Right. Unless you're right. Unless you're getting some relief. Right. And you're
0: getting, you're getting a little bit, I mean, Glove makes, Thirty-one million next year, and then twenty-eight. So you're getting a little bit of relief off the off the payroll, but you know only six to nine million dollars. So I don't think that's enough relief to 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 give up much.
1: What about Porzingis? He's got the, he's got an extra year as well. Yeah, got a chance to watch him at all in this Clipper series?
0: I really haven't watched a ton of it. Um, I almost say no there too because he's got the extra year on top of his deal. He's got one year longer than than Kemba so it's like okay do you do you think Porzingis is actually going to live up to this contract and if the answer is no then all you're doing there is, yeah, is you're getting a younger guy who might have to help you more in the short term but if he's if he can't be a third piece on a contender then you're going to be just as screwed because he has you know his injury issues are have been just as bad as Kemba over the last couple of years I feel like
1: yeah no he played played 40 43 games this year and, you know, and how just, old is
0: he he's like 24 25
1: no he's a little bit he's uh he will be 26 uh next in august okay so he's getting up there a little bit but you know seven three those guys aren't yeah typically built the last necessarily right um what would you do would you what do you i, I like, would i, roll I would dice maybe, in that? you know obviously again we're assuming that that the, that they have a lot more intel on his on his uh medicals right yeah um I'm looking at this year. So, you know, he shot, he shot 37% from three. He averaged 20 and nine over a block a game. So when he's out there, you know, started, started all 43 of the games he played 31 minutes a night. I, 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 again, if, if, if there are no other options, if if, if you're not going to be able to find a team that's going to take Kemba and give you some relief monetarily, he might be a guy that, that, he fits a mold somewhat of what you'd be looking for to to you know obviously a stretch a stretch five that you want to pair up with with the, with the Jays. I think I would do it. I've typed myself into it. Um, <laughs> but he's like because I, because I don't he's know. He's so what else... bad defensively though.
0: Like Is he really? It, 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 yeah. Like I mean, it's just from stuff I read. I haven't watched a ton of them this year, but you know Dallas like they're a lot better defensively when he's off the floor. It seems like just because he can't, you know, those injuries are adding up on him. He's just not you know, he wasn't able to move great to begin with. And now he's, you know, you're going to have him in this, like, what is, who's he going to garden on the nets or the Sixers or the Bucks in the next two or three years? Like, I don't yeah. know. So, but you're right. It, but it, in terms of like, yeah, there, there is some real, the, the, the positional fit makes sense and the, the offensive fit makes plenty of sense. It's more, and if you're going
1: to get stuck either way. And I, yeah, I guess, I mean, you look at the 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 contract, it's pretty absurd. Like, Next next year, 31-6. The year after that, 338. And then in 23-24, he's got a $36 million player option. Right. It's uh, kind of
0: nuts to think about. Dallas gave him that deal pretty much right away after giving up so much to get him. And how bad that deal, like, already looks for a guy that that's. Giant. So it's one of the you know, the Celtics have had bad luck of, you know, giving bigger contracts to guys that are in their late 20s, 30s, because that's, you know that happens naturally. Some guys just fall off, but for, for a guy like Zingas is supposed to be in his prime to, to just like become a negative asset this quickly is uh is something.
1: Yeah. I mean, but well, at least the Celtics players, at least they get hurt after the Celtics sign them. Like they, they this was after his, his, his ACL. <laughs> right. The, That's a good point. The Mavericks gave him the big deal. And they gave
0: the full, but you're right. I didn't even think about that point But you're right. He, he had, I mean, he ain't really, has been really healthy for what, like two years in his career.
1: Yeah. And again, that's it's another one of those situations. And we see it so often in this league, just with the media reaction and just like, you know, that was that was a giant victory for the Mavericks. That was, the you know, Luca and, and Porzingis. Never mind the fact that Porzingis doesn't even like playing with Luca somehow now. Right. But like, you know, that was that was an enormous deal for Dallas. Um, and, I mean, Tim Hardaway might, might be the most important thing they got out of that deal. But um, and then you see, you know, the Knicks sort of turning it around. After the fact, although they, they might be on the outs. Uh, they might be with the Celtics after one more game as well. Um, but yeah, it's just, no one knows anything. That's the the same way everyone was singing the praises of of, of the Kemba deal. And I, I, I was right there, you know, that he was going to be, again, we didn't assume that he was going to drop off like he did. We didn't, I, I didn't realize the knee and I, I don't know, like, w- w- was it really a matter of, of, like they Because they play he played that offseason. with That's when he played with 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 the Jays and Marcus with Team USA. Yeah. Then he played played a shitload the first half of that season. Went and played probably too much in the All Star game. Yep. Um
0: And then has never been the same.
1: Never been the same. And but so you know, it's 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 like it, it, in a way, it almost it, it it does make you feel a little bit better on about this this decision that Jalen made. You're right. I mean, this is again, this is when you go back to it this was
0: Jalen clearly could have been playing in this series. I think like through the pain and that's something that um, people with that injury have done before Romeo Langford tried to do it last year when the Celtics were a legitimate contender in the East, but this year Jalen probably, and I hope the organization looked at it and was like, okay, you're going to like potentially make this worse, push back your timeline for recovery a few weeks. So it might push in the next season for what? So you can, pushing that to six games instead of five or get, you know, losing to, in five or six to the bucks. So push game to shove. Jalen's like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I gotta take care of myself here during this year and no one can blame him. I think it's the smart decision. That was a smart call.
1: Big baby checking in on Instagram. I saw that.
0: Did you see the, the, the Durant response? Durant responded, to big baby." In the comments, he had just a bunch oh, of laughing. I love,
1: emojis. I love when Katie hops into the comments. What did, what did Katie say?
0: I think it was just an emoji of like the crying, laughing emoji uh, uh, response. A bunch of those.
1: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's, I, that's. You don't think anyone there is going to let him yeah, I, get off scot free? The, I think the
0: 2010 Celtics would not let him get off scot free for that, but this is the 2021 Celtics.
1: God, I'm holding out hope. I, I have, I have more faith than you do. I'll probably be wrong, but someone's got to do it. I mean, we'll see. It will be,
0: uh, it will be they have one game to to, to do anything. But... That's
1: what I'm saying. That's why I think he's gonna that, like Kyrie's gonna sit and let and let Harden <laughs> and Durant do his dirty work because he's kind of like that. Um, all, right, all right. So, what? Do we, anything want to wrap up with before we? Uh... Well, what is there? Anything? What other?
0: Has anyone impressed you in this series outside of Tatum? We haven't even talked about Tatum here. Tatum's been, I mean, averaging 45 the last two games with literally nothing around him no, um, he's offensively. Man. Like that's, you have to be really thorough in terms of how he bounced back after, you know, a really tough first game and a half before he got hurt. Um, so that's very encouraging to see. We hit on Thompson a little bit, but anyone of the supporting guys, you know, make you feel good? Evan Fournier, are you? Does it, yeah, it changing your you know, feelings about him this offseason in terms of keep him or maybe not pay him as much as he's probably gonna want? Like,
1: what's your what? Are well, your so yeah, ma- matter of what he can get, right? But right. like, I mean, he's uh, he's he is, I'll say a a better competitor than I thought. He's tougher than I thought. He is. Yeah, you know, he he. I I always had had the impression maybe it's stereotypes in my own in my own head about international players maybe how they used to be described as sort of softer and, and whatever you want to call it. But, but he mixes it up, man. He's, he, he's right in there. I know. And he obviously had that, the uh, instance when he was going back and forth with, with Durant a little bit, but he's like a, he's a, he's a tough dude. Like he mixes it up and I, and he liked to see it and, and he hit some big shots. So, I mean, and, and if, and if you throw in, you know, when he's your second best player, like that's not really a great situation, but if he, if he can play that same way with that same mentality, and whatever, when he's like the hopefully like the fourth best player on the court, like that's a that that's the makings of a really good team. And and again, maybe you get into trouble because I don't know if you can pay him like the fourth best player. I don't know if that'll match up. Who who knows how the offseason will shake out? But I, I at the very least, I mean, he's for for a guy who started off not very well in the Celtics uniform. I think he's left a pretty good impression. Uh, I thought you know Neesmith yesterday. You know, not all those shots. Happened when it was really still a game, but I just I just love the way that the, his his willingness to shoot the ball, not scared, um, you know three of five from three in game three. Um, I like to see that, and other than that, I don't know. Like everyone else on the on on the team from Taco, you know Luke Carson Tremont Shemi Grant Jabari, I don't need to see them play anymore in Boston. I, I mean, especially when you look around the league and you see, you know, whether it's veterans or just the talent that some of these other teams have on their bench, and you have a Celtics bench, and again, I think this falls on Danny, uh, with the majority of guys don't even probably belong in the NBA. Yeah. Um, it, it might be the worst bench in the league,
0: like talent-wise, like eight through fifteen
1: playoffs or not. Yeah, playoffs no, I, are not. I, like I, go
0: even other teams around the league. Like you look at other benches when they're at full strength, and you're like, who would you rather have? These guys are or the sub expansion you're like oh, right right these guys
1: and it's just crazy right and and you know Danny had these conversations when the when the season started and obviously this was a, a weird off season it was uh, it, every it was a weird season everything is weird about the last you know 15 16 months that that we've all that we've all lived but in that time again like the supporting cast is non-existent like like that it, that might be a bigger insult to lucky than than whatever Kyrie did walking off the court like it's again it's not even like one or two things could make it better it is a disgusting inefficient like i don't say untalented because these are some of the most talented basketball players alive but on the scale of nba players like it's just not there it's really not and so that's
0: i mean i'd say i'd be shocked if we have seven returning celtics next year like more than or more than that i should say
1: um because you figure either Tatum, I mean not Tatum, either Marcus or Kemba probably will be trading. Right. I'd say
0: yeah. Uh you're probably not gonna have yeah, like if you quickly go through it, like Tatum Brown probably aren't going anywhere. I mean, aren't going anywhere. Tristan, probably stay in put, but that you could maybe move him if you wanted to try to move some salary. Someone likes how I was playing this postseason. You're not going to be able to afford Smart, Fournier, and Kemba with the, the luxury tax, so one of those guys is not going to be here um, potentially more. And then, like I said, after that, you know, Smith, Pritchard, you probably feel safe about those guys. But after that, um, you know, any any things on the table and um, all the way down through the two way guys, um, it's a uh, it's going to be probably pretty pretty thorough sweep of the the back end of the roster. I, I would expect.
1: Yeah, you can still get. Uh let me see what this is here. You can still get 500 to 1 odds that the Celtics are going to win the Eastern Conference.
0: Mm. Money well spent. What do you think? <laughs> I feel same like those are it should be that should be at least that should be 50,000 to 1. That that's like that's not good value. 500 to 1? Come on. Same
1: same same odds on Jason Tatum winning uh final that's finals oh, fine, MVP. Okay.
0: There you go. Um I do think we should get, we did have a time I want to give a shout out to just um, a guy who hasn't played in this series, uh, but Jalen Brown's statement before game three um, in response to Kyrie's comments and just talking, you know, super, you know, not surprising at all, but just being, you know, talking about everything in terms of the situation in Boston with the, the racism issue around the country, like institutionalized, like there's he, for him to kind of hit, everything he did in that statement and I, and I implore you it, it's on masslive.com in full and plenty of other places around the, but just to, to vocalize perfectly what I think you know every when I'm sure in part of the organization and felt like um after Kyrie May's initial comments I thought that you know you feel great about having you know you the team clearly loves Jalen on the court but that's just just another sign of being like this is the the perfect guy for us you know in terms of what he's Cable of and what what matters to him off the court as well.
1: Yeah, and and he talked about you know how you the how all these guys in the Celtics think are, are Kyrie's friends and they might not retaliate. Kemba was always one of the guys who didn't really put up with Kyrie's shit. Like he was never afraid to speak out to stand. I mean Jalen. Yes, sorry. What I say? He said Kemba. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yes, Jalen was was one of the guys who was never never afraid to stand down to, to Kyrie um, and speak out. And that's just what it was. And, I, and again, like he hit, he hit, it, he hit it, hit it all. He hit on the, the some of the truth behind what Kyrie said. Absolutely, uh, a lot of the truth behind it, uh, but also did through some of the deflection and and distraction and and other things that that Kyrie may have been implementing to sort of get the attention off the fact that he did quit on on the team and and all that. And and right, and it's it's no surprise at this point. We can't be surprised uh, that when jalen blows blows your mind with with just yeah. his 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 insight and perspective despite the fact that he's not even 25 years old yet it continues to to amaze uh and he's a guy that 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 we, we talk about all these guys that we would not ever like to see wear the Celtics uniform again after this year uh he's one of the dudes that we, we hope he spends his whole his whole career here it's
0: uh Again, he's under contract at least three more years. Jason Tatum, extension, under, under wraps for at least four years here. So the clock's ticking on those guys. Um, and as the season comes to an end in the next couple of days here, um, that is something where the the front office, I know they'll be motivated and working hard just to try to, you know, put things back together here. They're, they're in a pretty good spot from just having those guys, uh, with a bit of a runway here to to get back to where they want to be. but um a lot of different things are gonna be on the table, and we should see I'd expect at least some pretty creative work if something else in terms of trying to to piece this thing back together and and to take down not just the nets, but like the bucks, the sixers, these are some real <laughs> juggernauts in the east for the uh, that are gonna be going nowhere for the foreseeable future. so. It's, it'll be fun to see how this uh, this team tries to get back to that level um, in a hurry here. All right, so hit us up at Place Pod on Twitter, at Rich underscore Levine, at Brian T. Rob. Uh, we'll be back with you next or later this week whenever this other season comes to an end and be doing lots of coverage into what stands to be a very pivotal offseason. Pivotal is the word.